0: Okay, terrific. Well, we are shifting our show around today, and uh, I am going to be doing our joint venture show right now at 11 o'clock with my friend Pamela. Let me see if I can get her on the air.
1: Hi, Jackie. Hey, how are you? <laughs>
0: I am doing terrific, and thank you for being flexible. I uh, have to ride over to Orlando today for lunch and uh like to allow myself a little extra time so uh, it's great to Mm -hmm. shift this to 11 o'clock and um, are we going to be joined by carolyn Mm -hmm. i don't see her on on the
1: phone yet i believe so she's scheduled to to dial in so maybe she's just a little bit delayed
0: well great well while we're waiting for her why don't you tell us a little bit about your book first for those who haven't uh, read your book and then let's
1: uh kind of set things up for when she does get on the phone Sounds good, yes. So my book is called Escape from Corporate America, A Practical Guide to Creating the Career of Your Dreams. And it was inspired by my own experience after climbing the corporate ladder for about 12 years. And um, for the last several of those, really itching to uh to go out on my own and, and do something more fulfilling and more challenging, I finally made that move. And I realized there were so many other people out there who were either doing similar things or thinking about it or wishing that they could start a business or pursue their passion, and I really I felt like it was time but someone wrote a book, um, sort of summarizing the best practices of people who've done it. So that's what I did. I spent a lot of time going out and interviewing people who made major career changes successfully, and um, and learning what it is that they uh, what they did and what advice they would offer to people who uh, are planning similar moves. So I met Carolyn uh, during that process. Um, Someone, Another person that I interviewed recommended her and said her story is just fascinating because she was a high-power – her name's Carolyn Hudson, by the way, and she'll be joining us soon, I believe. But uh, she was a high-powered marketing executive for one of the top management consulting firms for many years, and she left to become a singer and songwriter. So that's a, that's a pretty extreme leap uh, and one of those things that most people would think kidding. is impossible to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: What are, yeah. While we're waiting for her, what are, what are some of the, the other really dramatic uh, shifts that you had? I know we've had a lot of folks on the show who, you know, have, have uh, you know, had a particular expertise. Maybe they were working in, in accounting or finance and, you know, decided to go off and start their own practice of, of consulting with folks. And, you know, that, that's a really logical jump. But, but going from Accenture to, you know, being a, a sultry singer,
1: <laughs> you know, yes. is pretty
0: dramatic. Were there any others that come to your mind?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, well, one that many people are familiar with is Scott Adams, and he's a very, the creator of Dilbert, a very famous, successful, and wealthy cartoonist. And so that was a big and dramatic leap to go from um, middle management in uh, technology and previously at a bank uh, to being pretty much a, a household name. And he did it because he was inspired by all the inanity that he saw around him in his corporate job. So, in a way, his corporate job really provided the platform for him to move into his next career. So that's one of the reasons why I love that story.
0: That is really great. That is really terrific. Well, I I don't see Carolyn on on uh, the switchboard yet. So uh, perhaps you might want to just take a second and ping her on email. Yeah, and,
1: absolutely. Uh, I will wait for you to do that. Absolutely, and then we can talk. Um, if, if she's a little bit delayed. We can talk uh, about some of the other stories as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is the first time we've had uh, had some sort of wires getting crossed, or maybe she was just delayed. <laughs> That's
0: okay. You know, she had that 10:30 meeting, so it could just be mm-hmm. that it's getting out late. Yeah. So just, well, just tell her. I just, just tell her not to worry. That that you and I are pretty adept at at keeping things going.
1: <laughs> we always have something to talk about, and then she can. You can join us to share. Yeah, I just sent her uh, an email and I sent her one earlier this morning too. Okay. So I'm sure well
0: that it matter. I again I, I am remembering that she did have that ten thirty meeting, so uh not to worry. Well we've had an, an interesting morning so far. Started out talking about a book uh called Take Their Breath Away, uh mm. which is all about shifting uh gears on customer service, which uh I found very, very interesting, um, you know, particularly in this tough economy of of how you compete. But one of the things I liked about Chip and John and and the story that they shared was they really focused on how to help entrepreneurs compete with big box and big brand names. Mm -hmm. So uh, you might want to go back and listen to that one uh, when you get a chance. And then uh, I just finished interviewing Matthew May, who wrote uh, the book In Pursuit of Excellence, and just a fascinating book. I this was my reading weekend. I, I started out reading Sam Horn's book Pop, uh, about how to stand out in any crowd, uh, you know, with uh with pithy, purposeful and original uh uh taglines. And I love the word pithy. I just like saying that. <laughs> That's a
1: good name. It doesn't it doesn't sound like what it's supposed to mean, right? <laughs> it sounds so, like but I do like the word.
0: Yeah, and then I, I actually read a really interesting uh book and this, this is kind of off topic with, with the whole uh entrepreneurial thing. But you and I have talked to a number of people who go out and do coaching. In fact, you know, we we both do that uh with yes. our corporate clients. And um I read a book called The Off Site and it's a leadership mm-hmm. challenge fable by a guy named Robert uh H. Thompson. And okay. the thing that was interesting about this was that it um it helps you see kind of everything that's behind the scenes when you go into a client. And so I think anybody that we work with, uh, you know, that that does, you know, kind of these, these off-site intensive meetings where people are having to leave behind, you know, their day-to-day work and put their phones, uh, you know, on, on mute or turn them off or put them on stun, whatever they say. Um, you know, of what happens behind the scenes. And it was a real epiphany for me because I've gone in and done those those workshops and forgetting that there's another dimension to people's lives and that that personal dimension,
1: um, you know, you really can't always leave it outside the door. It's true. It's true. I've been I've been a participant in so many of those, and now um, in my newer career uh, chapter, I've I've led and and been speaking at, at a lot of those. So it's, it's it sounds like an interesting perspective. Yeah, it really was.
0: It really was. And then I I'm uh, looking for the book. I must have left it downstairs. Uh, I read another one. I mean, I was just on this marathon reading um, thing this weekend, and read another one about. Um, uh, it's called the Genius machine. And I interviewed uh, the author last week and uh, unfortunately wasn't able to get uh, the book completed before I interviewed him. But wow, so incredibly powerful of talking about how to harness your thoughts. And and that really, you know, people tell you once you come up with an idea, they'll tell you how to execute it, but they don't tell you how to come up with it. And and uh, I found his book just absolutely fascinating and um, i'm trying to remember his
1: uh that's interesting I've, I've been reading a lot about innovation and getting ideas and ex- you know finding that creativity for my my next book that i'm working on which i'll hopefully be sharing some more information on that soon but uh that's an area that i'm i'm really looking at so i'll have to pick that book up too
0: yeah um again i'm trying to find uh must have been two weeks ago that i interviewed him back on my calendar. Um yeah, I'll have to I'll have to post it. But uh just really uh you know, I I go through phases where I read uh, a lot and and uh you know, I when I go on vacation I tend to read novels, but uh you know, when I get in this business reading mode, I just can't get enough. Uh, oh, his name <laughs> is Gerald Sindel, S I N D E L L. And the book is The Genius Machine. But it was interesting in that the order that I read these books in um created uh, an interesting symmetry which uh, Matthew talks about in his book In Pursuit of Excellence, um I'm sorry, In Pursuit of Elegance, which is really the whole notion of that there is is real power in simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think we've gotten just so overcomplicated uh, you know, in our mm-hmm. lives these days. Um and, you know, we were talking a little bit on each of the calls this morning about social media and, and what that's all about. And I'm launching uh, – today is actually the last day that we're going to do the show uh, uh, until the end of summer because my kids get off school on Thursday, and I have not yet figured out how to manage having them home all day because my office uh. is, is uh, in an open loft, and so there is no sound protection and, uh Yeah, but one of the things I'm doing is I'm launching a book club um, uh, three weeks at a time, uh, one-hour calls with with this book club to go through um, a book called Social Traffic, and we're going to be talking about how to leverage word-of-mouth media. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's so many people who are just jumping in with both feet into you know whether it's Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Plaxo and um you know they're not really thinking it all the way through and I know companies uh, oftentimes will think about a social media strategy but individuals don't really think that through so uh we're going to be helping folks uh you know kind of navigate how how to use social media to whatever end it is you know that they're after whether it's launching a new book or or a not-for-profit, or trying to be seen as the expert in something, which uh, I don't know if you talk about that in your book at all, but you know, if you're thinking about leaving corporate America, one of the best things you can do is to establish yourself as an expert separate from your company.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're not your
0: job title. You have to think about
1: who you are as a brand, not who you are to your company.
0: Right, right. And so we, I've been working with, uh, with Libby Gill, who, uh, of course, was one of my earliest guests on Solutions Live. Uh, she was uh, the marketing and branding uh, genius behind the launch of the Dr. Phil Show and she has been uh, working with me to help um, the women who are part of my executive girlfriend's group to do their own personal branding, which I have found uh, to be a fascinating process. I've been working with her a little bit uh, myself. My problem is I can't decide who I want to be. Uh, you know, I love the radio show and wish I could uh, continue it, but I've I've got to turn my uh, my thoughts, at least for a little while, to some things that are going to bring in some substantial yeah. money into the Fitzgerald household. And uh, the, Fitzgerald. the the radio is... is uh, a bit of an expensive uh, um, hobby right now.
1: Labor of love, at least. Right.
0: <laughs> well, it has been. And you know what? I wouldn't trade it for anything, Pamela, because I have met the most amazing people uh, over the course of, of the last, um, gosh, it's been five months already. And, uh, you know, I, If I could spend the rest of the year just going around and visiting them all, you know, because I've met so many people who have become so instrumental in my life that I haven't met yet physically. And, you know, you're one of them, Bob Berg and and John David Mann, who are the authors of The Go-Giver. And, you know, out of meeting them, I've met, you know, Svetlana Kim and, and just again, an amazing group of authors and speakers that each one of them has opened doors for me that, you know, if I had decided six months ago, uh, you know, to shift gears away from the travel industry and to, you know, connect with a 100 of the most powerful
1: people in North America, you know, I couldn't have picked a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, you have great guests. And I bet this five-month period has been, has more than paid off in terms of what you've learned and how you've uh been able to build on your ideas just from talking with all these people.
0: Well totally. And and I mean one of the things that I'm toying with is, you know, putting together a, a compilation book similar uh you know to the style of what you did um you know with my the learning I've done. Uh
1: mm-hmm. because,
0: you know, whether it be on the business side of the topics of innovation and leadership and growth and entrepreneurialism, you know, or the personal side of, of all of the various topics that we've dealt with on the Thursday. Uh, radio broadcast, which has been, you know, giving and faith in the marketplace and personal finances and and life balance. Um, you know, I mean, I just have uh, just a wealth of information uh, in all of those interviews, and it's going to be fun to go back and listen to them. I mean, that's one of the things I'm I'm hoping to do this summer, uh, because when you're doing the interview, you're you're in the mechanics of it. You know, you're you're not actually taking it in and learning from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's true. You're you're focusing on on one thing and you miss something else that goes by too quickly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is yeah, that's fantastic. And I think it's just going to be about you because you do have a unique voice and you know, you have an interesting angle based on on who you are. So figuring out how uh for your book, which I'm sure will be great, you know, taking that voice and taking your point of view and um and pulling together the wisdom that you want to share that way.
0: Well, so so you are already working on another project. So uh, is this something that, that will crystallize
1: during the summer, uh, or or is it, yeah. is it imminent? I'm certainly, I'm certainly hoping so. Well, it crystallize, I mean, it's it's um, I'm writing it, so you know how the publishing industry works. So it will take some time before it's actually out there in the stores. But very soon I'll be ready. You know, I'm always a little shy at the beginning when my ideas are still coalescing and we're still sure. working out all the details. So I want to wait to be able to make a real... Announcement. But I'm actually working on two projects, and um, well, two book-related projects, along with everything else, of course. But uh, but yeah. So the summer is going to be a very focused time for me. I think I'm hoping to get a lot done and and have a lot of new ideas and experiences to share when we when we meet up again. Well, the interesting thing is that um, you know, again, six
0: months ago, I knew I wanted to write a book. Um, you know, I've got a couple of book ideas that have been rolling around uh, in, in my head for, for quite a long time and, and all in, in very, very different genres. And, you know, six months ago, I didn't know anything about publishing. I didn't know any authors uh, other than I was an avid reader. And now the interesting thing is, you know, I can put out a note to, you know, literally a hundred different authors and ask them about their experiences with their publisher and with their uh, you know the the person promoting their book, and I can really uh short circuit a lot of the pain I think a lot of people go through when they do their first uh you know popular novel i mean i've i've done uh, i've I've written four books, but they're more like um you know Forrester and Jupiter studies that sell for eight hundred and ninety five dollars and while that sounds wonderful, you know you don't sell you know thousands and millions of them, you sell a hundred right. of them, you know which a hundred is still nice, but it doesn't pay for the time. Uh, that you have it's to put in. It's a different,
1: yeah, it's a different model,
0: right? It's, well, yeah, it's part you of that model that. that we were talking about of becoming an expert. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it's interesting. One of the things that I do in my mentoring of of people who are in transition or thinking about wanting to leave corporate America is how do you establish that voice and how do you isolate what it is that you know and write about it in an authoritative way even if you self-publish it in the form of a white paper or you just start writing a blog and every day you write, you know, something that might be considered a a chapter or even a subpart of a chapter. Um, You know, it's just so powerful to do that and, and to have something, you know, when people Google you, something other than, you know, just something about your corporate job or, you know, photos that you've posted on Flickr.
1: Right, Absolutely. Absolutely, and, yeah, I mean, you're so right that this is going to help you, having authors that you can ask questions of, because as I learned as I went along, it's very important to be able to ask people who've been through it. There's a lot they don't tell you uh, (laughs) along the way, right? Right. In terms of what you should do before, when you should start preparing, you know, all those things.
0: Well, and I think, you know, most of all, having a clear goal of what you want to accomplish by writing, because I, I was listening to a, a program uh, by a guy uh, who someone had recommended to me who helps you figure out how to leverage, um, actually, the speaker circuit, uh, mm. you know which is, is um, really what I am more interested in than writing the book itself. Okay. Um, and he talked about uh, a gentleman um, who wrote a book, and his audience, quite literally, his goal is he had two CEOs, That he wanted to have read that book. Now, clearly, the publisher wanted more than two people to buy the book, but he was going to be satisfied if two people bought the book because those two people were people he wanted to get his message across to, and he wanted a consulting engagement or to sell a product, I don't even recall what it was, uh, to those two individuals. And, you know, when I set out to write my first book, I mean, I may have for a fleeting moment thought I was actually going to make enough money on it to, to make it worthwhile. But what I found out is that when I started the book, I was charging $800 a day for my time, you know, and now I charge, you know, between five and 7000 a day for my time and all because I have become the de facto expert in that particular topic that I wrote my first book on. Yeah. and And so if I had had the goal to make money on the book and to compensate me for all the time I put into it, I would have been a miserable failure.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: and so if in this next book, and in fact, I've got a book coming out this summer called Uh bootstrap business, but I am one of, I don't know, 18 or 20 compilation uh, authors in the book. So it, you know, it's not really my book. It's, you know, it's it's the three top authors who have their picture on the front, but my picture gets to sit next to them. So, you know, it's my my uh, short moment of fame. But again, my goal is just uh, to have that book be a framework so that I can begin speaking again. Yeah, absolutely. Have a have a launch
1: platform for your speaking.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. what was your goal in writing your book?
1: Well, honestly, I started book. out two well, two things, really, and for me, it was less financial I mean obviously I would wanted to to be able to make some make something from the book, but it was really two things, one of them being that I know i'm a writer at heart and it's something that I love to do, and I know that's not the case with a lot of business authors they don't really they don't like the writing, they actually prefer to outsource the writing, but um for me, I love that process, I love the research process and the writing process and the whole creative side of things, so that was something that was really missing in what i was doing is certainly in corporate america so part of it was that to get back to my writing which is really a passion of mine but i think the main reason i wrote this book or decided to write this book escape from corporate america as my first one is that i really felt so strongly that the information wasn't out there at the time and uh, i really wanted to share because i i had thought it was impossible until i started talking to people that i just sort of met by chance and i thought if other people could read that it can be done, that there are other people out there doing it, if other people could have that inspiration and the advice, I just I really wanted to, to just spread the message to as many people as possible. And so that was really the driving thing um, that kept me going through the whole process of trying to figure out how to get an agent and all that stuff, which was all new to me. Uh, so that was the main driving point, and of course I wanted it to be successful. And, and so many benefits have come from it beyond what I expected, like you talked about, in terms of, um, you know, speaking opportunities and also um, it's a great calling card uh, for clients on a consulting basis, um, helps people see what you're all about, if they're thinking about hiring you. So there's just so many, so many different things that came out of it that I never really expected. I was a little bit um, focused going in on just getting the message out there.
0: And so do you have a different goal
1: this time around with your new projects? Yeah, it's a little bit different. I mean, one of the things that took me some time to think about was that I I wanted to be driven to get the message out again. I didn't want to just write something that I felt had already been done or that I felt um, was just just for the purpose of writing a book. You know, I wanted to write something that I felt I could add to the discussion and and bring something new out there. Um, But also I just really felt like um, I wanted something that I could be passionate about learning about myself. You know, I think a lot of the best ideas... And the best books come from the author or the inventor saying, "I have this problem or I have this need, and um, how am I going to go figure out how to how to solve it?" And it ends up becoming a book or a, or a product that other people can use as well. Right. And yeah, and I just would like to continue to build upon the uh, on my platform as an author and continue to have hopefully more opportunities as well. Well, if you hadn't. Uh, listen to your heart
0: the first time around you and I would never e- know each other because uh, I'll I'll go back and tell tell the story is I had I had gone to the library uh, with my daughter uh, to get some books for her and I thought oh I'll just pop over and and uh, this was a brand new library that had just been built uh, here in the Tampa area and uh, you know I found the business book section and you know uh, books uh, book sections in libraries aren't quite as neatly organized as they are uh you know in a bookstore. And so yeah. it was a little frustrating I hadn't been in a library for a while, but uh your book which is bright uh bright yellow like taxi cab yeah. yellow um just quite literally jumped off the shelf at me. And and so you know I don't know who was responsible for for selecting the color but you know once i saw the title and and saw the cover it was like oh i have to get a hold of her and this was on a saturday i got a hold of you i believe on sunday afternoon and asked you if you would start co-hosting a show with me uh you know in in less than a week later and uh, you know it was just so um it was just so meant to be because i have really really enjoyed uh you know talking to some of the folks that you have outlined in in your book and
1: uh, also just getting to know you better yeah, I really have too, and it was and it was great timing because I was was just uh, doing tons of radio for my book. And one of the things I was telling people was, you know, in another life, you know, if I could have more than one career at the same time, well, actually, kind of do, but uh, I've always sort of had that fantasy that it would be fun to have a radio show. And this kind of let me let me do that in a in a great environment because you've already set up um, a great channel, a great audience that you're already reaching out to. So this was just a wonderful opportunity for me to have some fun with that and also get to know you. And I've really enjoyed working with you as a co-host over these last few weeks. A few months, time flies when you're having
0: fun. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it has already been a couple of months. And one of the things that I am uh, intending to do over the summer, because I'm going to be focusing a lot on this word-of-mouth media uh, course that, that I'm going to be offering uh, in this book club format, Um, is really mastering the whole notion of of how to get the word out more effectively because, you know, anybody can do a radio show. Um, You know, the technology that Blog Talk Radio provides is is really amazing and, uh, you know, very, very simple to adopt. And you can do a lot of different things with it. Uh, You know, we used it last week for a product launch uh, with our Transition Solutions um, product that we're doing. Uh, with a company called Apical Resources and had all of their their uh, candidates call in the, to the special program that we set up. And, uh, you know, I've been able to encourage a lot of people that they can, you know, reach out and, and do that dream. But, you know, you can't just build it and they will come.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: have to have a way to build audience and, and have to understand how to leverage word-of-mouth media and to find the people who will be your advocates and uh and your evangelists to get the word out and and so hopefully over the next three months, uh, I will be able to do that in an effective way so that in the fall, I can start the show back up and actually monetize it this time <laughs> i mean yeah. it, it'll be monetized in many other ways that that aren't aren't as traditional or obvious uh but i I am looking forward to that because I do love doing it so much.
1: And and maybe we'll be able to get Carolyn on then. I I get I did get a note while we were speaking that there's some, some phone troubles and cross wires, so that's why we uh we haven't been joined by Carolyn, but uh she's really oh, that's
0: okay. You know the, this uh this actually was uh, a nice way to uh to wind down this uh this season uh of Solutions yeah. Live. And uh, I will be looking forward to hearing over the summer uh, from you what what your uh, next project is, and maybe we can see if we can provide uh, a little bit of an outlet
1: for that as well this fall. Well, yes, and actually I would love to get your um, expert thoughts to help me brainstorm a little bit on my next project. So maybe we can set up a brainstorming date.
0: (laughs) Collaborating and brainstorming. Actually, uh, brainstorming was one of the terms used in one of these books. Uh, I think it was the the off-site of talking about how to actually not just brainstorm and and throw
1: out a bunch of ideas, but to actually tell the story of what it's going to look like when it's successful. That is my thing. I love. I'm. I'm all about storytelling. So that's. That sounds. Have to figure out what that book is and see if that's something interesting I should look into.
0: Well, I think it. It would just be good for you. For you know, in the role that you're in of of helping uh, clients on a consulting basis, it just gave me new insight to everything that's going on behind the scenes, and that it's not all about me and my process that I'm coming in with.
1: Um, Absolutely, you have to think about the story from another, the other person's point of view, and that's what I tell my career coaching clients too. They're always they're looking for work or looking to transition to something new, and learning to tell the story is such a huge step in that process. Right. All right, my dear. Well,
0: it has been terrific, and uh, I need to uh, get ready and get on the road for my 1 o'clock lunch over in Orlando. But uh, thanks for a great season
1: of Corporate Escape Artists, and yeah, I look forward to certainly. brainstorming with you over the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great Have a great summer. I know we'll be speaking uh, at some point during the warm months.
0: <laughs> All right, terrific. Take care.
1: You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.
0: For more information about Solutions Live, see www.solutionslive.blogspot.com. That's Solutions with a Z. I trust that today's show provided you with a bit of innovation and some inspiration. Join us again on Thursday from 10 until noon for the personal side of professional life. Go out and begin to leave your legacy today.